I am so excited to share with you a TV show that all of you need to watch. I have been waiting since parenthood ended in 2015 to be able to tell the congregation that there is a show that balances thoughtful content, humor, and I wouldn't be scared if any of my kids walked into the room while I was watching it. Have you seen Ted Lasso? Okay, I see lots of yeses, and if you haven't, it's on Apple TV+, Plus, which might be possibly the most affordable network that you can stream. I think it's like $24 for the whole year. This show is just brilliant. Okay, so let me tell you about Ted. Ted is an American college football coach who gets recruited to go over to London to be a professional soccer coach. Now, mind you, Ted has never played soccer, doesn't know soccer, doesn't know the rules of soccer at all. But within the first episode, he is like the person you want living next door to you. He is, everyone loves Ted. He is, is gentle and he's very perceptive. He can read a room and tell when someone isn't having a good day, where the, maybe the person on the team is feeling a little bit underconfident needs to be boosted and then the one that has too big of an ego maybe needs to have that hampered a little bit. He is, he's just this fabulous guy. When he gets there, he's hanging out in one of the pubs and it's the night of a game and he says to the bartender, or she, the bartender says to him, how are you feeling about tonight's game? And he says, I hope we'll win. And she says, oh no, Ted, it's the hope that will kill you. As I heard that in the midst of this sermon series, I thought that that might resonate with some of us. We've had our hopes crushed. There have been things in our life that we have been so incredibly disappointed over, even though we hoped for it so much. I mean, I remember hoping for certain things in life, and then I thought, well, maybe if I stop hoping for it, it will happen. But there is, in the gospel, a hope that does not disappoint. There is a hope that cannot leave us crushed. So we're going to look at that today in Paul's letter to the church in Rome. Let's pray. Gracious, loving God, we thank you for the gift of your word that continues to speak. I pray that we would hear it today because of the gift of the Holy Spirit that is present that it would blow through us, that your love would pour into us, and that we would hear whatever it is you need us to hear this day. In Christ's name, amen. Hear now the word of our Lord from Romans chapter 5. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope, of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character. Character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God's love is poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. This is the word of the Lord. Have you ever read a line of scripture and then you stop and you, you question it? You're like, really? 
is, really? That's in Scripture? Because I read that line, hope does not disappoint us, and I think, really? Because I have, I have had hope <laughs> disappoint me. I have hoped so desperately for certain things, and I mean good things, like God things, things that God would want. Like I've hoped that bombings would stop. I've hoped that children would feel and be safe in their own home. These are legitimate hopes, and yet they have been disappointed time and time again. So what did Paul mean when he wrote, hope that does not disappoint? So I went and looked at the Greek word, and you see the word that he uses is a special word there for disappoint. It literally means to bring shame to. Hope does not bring shame to us. When Paul says that hope does not disappoint, he's not saying that when we have Christian hope, we will never be disappointed. He's not saying that when we have Christian hope, there will never be people or things or events that will disappoint us. Like I said last week, this is never a promise that God makes in Scripture. We will be disappointed in life. But to have Christian hope, it means we put our hope in Christ. To have Christian hope, it means we will never be left after an encounter with Christ feeling ashamed. To have Christian hope, we will never reach a point where we are feeling bad about ourselves because we hoped in Christ. The hope that is in Christ is not something that we can gain and then lose. It's not something that we can increase or decrease. We have a tendency to like commodify even the things of God. You know, if I just am more faithful, then maybe I will have more hope, faith, love. Christian hope does not disappoint because it is sourced from, sustained by, and given to us in love by God. It's like this endless pitcher coming into our very being. So when we hope in Christ, we're not putting our hope in things or events or people and that they would act a certain way. Rather, we put our hope in the love of Christ that is being poured into us. And the love of Christ is this, that while all of us were still sinners, Christ died for us. The love of Christ is this, that before any of us were born or even thought of, he paid the debts for our life. This is the love of Christ is that when he was walking the earth, he chose intentionally to go to the outcast, the forgotten, the rejected, the poor, the lame, the blind. This is the love of Christ. He said, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is what we put our hope in. You know, hoping in Christ isn't just having a better attitude. Kyle Bender talked about optimism and pessimism in his faith sharing, and he said, you know, hope is more than that. So author Henry Nouwen puts it this way. He says, optimism and hope are radically different attitudes. Optimism is the expectation that things like the weather, human relationships, the economy, the political situation, and so on, will get better. Hope is the trust that God will fulfill God's promises to us in a way that leads us to true freedom. The optimist speaks about concrete changes in the future. 
the person of hope lives in the moment with the knowledge and trust that all of life is in good hands. To be people of hope, we live more freely in the very moment that we are in because we trust that all of life is in good hands. And we live more freely in the present, not because we just conjure up a better attitude of optimism, but we trust that all things are in good hands. Paul writes it this way. He says, hope doesn't disappoint because God's love is poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. You see, the secret to Christian hope, to maintaining that Christian hope, to having it has nothing to do with us. Christian hope is rooted in the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is this precious gift that every single person who believes in Jesus gets freely, limitless. Stacy said this on our podcast this week. I hope you listened to it. She said, the Spirit pours into our hearts so that hope can be born. You're wanting more hope in your life? It's the Spirit that births hope in us. So Paul writes, suffering produces perseverance or endurance. Endurance produces character. Character produces hope. How did he get from suffering to hope? God's love poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit has been given to us. And I think that sometimes in the midst of our suffering, that that is when hope can most be alive. Unfortunately for me, over the past 10 years, several of my very, very close friends have discovered that their partner was having an affair in their marriage. And every single time that that person would call me and say that they had entered discovery, that's what it's called when you find out. And as I walked with them through recovery, that's the part after the discovery, I remember thinking every single time, there is no way they're going to get through this. They shouldn't. It shouldn't work. This is too painful. If this was me, I'd say... Uh uh-uh. And I just can't believe every single time it was like the scripture was being lived out before my very eyes. The spirit would just pour love into their hearts and they were able to take the next step the next day. And even if they called and were just at the end, they would go to sleep and wake up and the spirit would, would wake up and they'd have that love pouring into their hearts. God continued to give them hope. Because their hope was in Christ. Are you wanting life to feel more full than empty? More content than lacking? I am. And what scripture tells us is that within our very beings is the source of that. Is the source of that hope that will make us feel more full. Right within us is the thing that has the power to do that. Not for the future, but right now. In this very moment, the Holy Spirit. And this is what's interesting is no matter how much we allow the Spirit of God to not be present, God continues to pour it into our hearts. It's like God is just continually pouring this love into us. And even though we're going to lose some of it when we sin, God's going to keep pouring and pouring and pouring. Do we recognize the hope that does not disappoint us is actually within us? That hope is within us. In the last show of Ted Lasso, 
before the final game of the season, and I'm not going to give anything away. He says, gives the pregame talk in the locker room, and I want y'all to hear what he says. So I've been hearing this phrase y'all got over here that I ain't too crazy about. (laughs) It's the hope that kills you. Y'all know that? I disagree, you know? I think it's the lack of hope that comes and gets you. See, I believe in hope. I believe in belief. Now, where I'm from, we got a saying too. Yeah? Uh, Question, actually. Do you believe in miracles? Now, I don't need y'all to answer that question for me. But I do want you to answer that question for yourselves. Right now. Do you believe in miracles? It's the lack of hope that comes and gets you. Friends, there is no lack of hope as we believe in Jesus. Our hope, our Christian hope is rooted in Christ. Thanks be to God that because of the Holy Spirit, we have this gift freely given. And this hope will continue to be poured into our hearts every day. Let's believe in hope. It will not disappoint. May it be so in my life and in yours. Amen.